0: welcome to the depth chart podcast my name is freddie maggard i'm joined by nick roush in louisville nick how are you doing
1: i'm doing well doing well this friday morning it's been a been a busy week mr maggard i thought it was supposed to be a short week you know (laughs)
0: Yeah, I did too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but but things happen, man. Uh, I guess we got we have to start the podcast off talking about uh, uh, Dare Rosenthal, off- offensive tackle, a transfer from LSU, is now a Kentucky Wildcat, six foot seven, three twenty ish. Was a four-star defensive lineman in the same class as Kelvin Joseph, and I can't. Help, but to speculate that Kelvin Joseph had uh, had influence on his decision to be a Kentucky Wildcat. So um, he had three starts on the national championship team, five starts last year. Uh, and Nick, uh, you know, our, our, our buddy Cole Kublick described Kentucky's offensive line as the best in the SEC. Uh, I have to think that this makes the, the big blue wall actually better. Uh, anytime, <laughs> yeah. anytime that you bring in an offensive lineman that has a first round grade on the field uh, at tackle to join you know, already an All-American and Darren Kennard and, and two other potential starters and Jeremy Flacks, uh, you know, I just it is uh, it just makes the offensive line stronger because now you have depth at tackle and, and now you have with Rosenthal and Kennard, you have two first round talents that you can trot out there at any given moment in the game. So uh, Kentucky got better when Rosenthal chose the Wildcats.
1: Oh, there's no doubt about it, Freddie. Uh, and so I actually got the chance to uh, spend some time with Dare uh, on Thursday, the day he committed. He's been uh, training up in Louisville over at Aspirations Gym. He's he's planning on getting to Lexington next week to. To join his new team, but um, yeah, I mean, he, he's said flat out that you know Kelvin Joseph. I mean, they're they're old buddies, and he was the kind of uh, key cog. You know, Kelvin gave a ringing endorsement, and it's one of those things, Freddie, that we probably don't talk about it enough when we discuss recruiting stuff. But having a proven success story in a similar situation it's only going to help you. You look at what Kentucky's doing with uh, the kids they're recruiting from Cincinnati Moeller uh, and other kids in the area, you know, uh, Mike Edwards success from Winton woods, helped them get Chris Oates from Winton woods. Uh, now you're seeing guys like a guy like Kelvin Joseph who needed a fresh start. He came to Kentucky, balled out went and was a second round draft pick dare sees that. And he's like, well, if it worked for him, it can, it can certainly work for me. And, Freddie, you you mentioned first round talent, and I mean it's uh, yes, <laughs> he is. Yeah, the, the, this guy, I, I'm telling you, he looks like a point guard the way he can shuffle his feet and change direction and move around. And what's crazy is, like you said, he's he's really only played the position for two years, for two seasons. Yeah, he was a defensive yeah. lineman, and man, he has all the tools. If you can perfect that, I you you saw it in flashes as a starter last year. But if you can get that more consistently, I mean, my goodness, he—he is—he is such a talented athlete, and he can become—he uh, has first round written all over it if if he does what he needs to do uh, next year in Lexington.
0: Well, I mean, three years at LSU, played guard, and uh, and then played played defensive line, then played guard, then played tackle. So there's positional diversity there, versatility with with Rosenthal and now you look at the, that kentucky offensive line i think you can you could see some some shifting around to get mm-hmm. your best five on the field at all times uh, we all know that, that luke fortner can play right guard left guard or center mm-hmm. so we'll see where he ends up uh, nasir watkins is that fourth offensive tackle you know with, with starting starting experience for kentucky so i will be interested uh, to see see how kentucky moves around personnel to get the best five on the field at the same time. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, if if you go – if you see Fortner play some guard, then you have Austin Dotson, Kenneth Horsey uh, – I'm sorry, Fortner at center. Then you have Dotson and Horsey at guard. Now you see Jagger Burton into that rotation. So mm-hmm. uh, much like Jacquez Jones brings depth to both linebacker spots, I think with Rosenthal coming in at tackle, there's all kinds of possibilities right, right. Uh, that the lineup could look at. And, and it goes to show, during the spring, uh, we heard the co- – we didn't see the team, obviously, but the coaches said they, they were experimenting on the offensive line, putting players at different spots. And the, and this is why you do that. And, and also, Brad White, uh, you know, again, I think is a star. He did great on, the, on KSR radio. He mentioned this uh on signing day or around signing day that that the the five defensive players that kentucky had drafted were five individual stories that players on the team can relate to or in future mm-hmm. players can relate to and i think you still saw kelvin joseph uh how he relates to dare rosenthal and you know a, a transfer from lsu a fresh start fresh slate at kentucky and i think rosenthal you know, Rosenthal now sees dollar signs because uh, he he knows that he is a first round talent, uh, and I, I'm assuming I've never met the young man, but he but he is that talented, and he has a clean slate on an offensive line that has a personality and, and a culture uh, that John Slarman started as a as a close unit mm-hmm. that works extremely hard, that is physical, that develops players into pro prospects, both Kentucky, you know, uh, Landon Young and, and Darren Kennard last year, you know, both those guys going to be – or Young is already in the NFL. Kennard is just, you know, a year away. And I think Rosenthal sees that as a culture to come in and develop his skills to play in the National Football
1: League. Yeah, and he's a, he's a quiet kid. Uh, I, I heard the term quiet giant, and I was like, oh, that's perfect because, you know, he's, <laughs> he's not one of those guys that's – uh you know, going to be the kind of class clown in the rock locker room or anything like that, you know, very about his business. And, um, you know, and like you said, I, I think he knows that this is a, a great opportunity for him and he's willing to do whatever to make it work. And to the point where I even asked him, I was like, you know, do you got to play left tackle? And he said, you know, I'll play wherever they want me to play. It doesn't matter to me. And I, like you said, Freddie, you were talking about the shift in on the inside, the same applies on the outside, because you know, we all anticipated Darian Kennard to move to left tackle um, right. for his final season. So I don't know if, if that's still in the cards or not, because Dare does have such great length, um, where he really can thrive in that left tackle spot. So I don't know. if you're Eric Wolford though, you gotta be like, Well, this is gonna be it's gonna be fun for him. I mean, and he and he's yeah. guys too that uh he he's He's not gonna take it easy on these guys. He's gonna put them through fire. And uh whoever survives that trial by fire and it excels in is are the ones who are gonna be on the field for Kentucky.
0: Yeah, Coach Wolf. I mean, he, you know, he came into a, a good situation on that offensive line as far as personnel-wise, and it only got better yesterday. So there's a lot of talent for him to work with. And then uh, you know, you look at Kentucky at the tackle position, Kennard, uh you, Rosenthal. And then Jeremy Flax. Can't forget about Jeremy Flax. I know he was the number I, one junior college player in the, uh, offensive tackle in the country. So you know you can't just you you know I, I, Rosenthal is going to have to earn a spot. Yeah, uh, in oh. the starting rotation. Well, because you know, Nasir, Nasir Watkins is experienced, Nick. That's really He's got game <laughs> starts, and then, and then Flax is the number one junior college offensive tackle in the country a couple of years ago. So uh, that tackle position is deep, talented. And maybe the best position group on the team, if you think about it. Well,
1: and and then you, you it makes me wonder too, like, could Flax or Watkins, I mean, could even one of them kick down the guard just because it's like, you know, what let, let's go huge, let's do the the, the cow monster lineup where we just put all our big yeah. guys. so uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see where that, that ends up – I know we're going to be talking about quarterback competition in that first game, but that offensive line competition, Freddie, like that's, yeah. that's going to be fun. They've got some good dudes to go up against in the trenches too. I'm sure that preseason can't. There's going to be some wars in the trenches, Freddie. Uh, absolutely. And then,
0: you know, and everything is setting up for next year when Keontae Goodwin gets on campus. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. you you bring you bring in another pro prospect and well, Goodwin next
1: season. And a- every time I see Keontae, I'm just like, Man, he is just like they had that picture of Ryan Bear next to him, and he kind of, he made Ryan Bear look small. This Dare is the first guy I've seen where he looks like like he he's he's probably a little bit bigger than Keontae right now. Where it's like, oh, so this is he's the only person that's ever compared to <laughs> Keontae in person. So he's a um, he is just a big dude, and like I said, the way he moves Freddie from side to side you want to talk about the perfect time to start running outside zone with yeah. like those two guys just setting the edge. I mean, you don't necessarily set the edge. Um uh, That's not e- exactly like the right word for it. You stretch, you stretch the edge. There we go. Th- there's the term I'm looking for because that's the thing is like, I don't care how fast you are. He can keep up with them. And then just, Wash them out to the sideline and leave a huge hole there in in, in, in the B gap, or right? you know, I guess, yeah, you know. So I mean, like Chris Rodriguez, that dude. You want to talk about setting up <laughs> a guy for success in yeah. twenty twenty? Um, I, I I don't want to transition this completely, but look, it we we got to talking about it on our podcast a week ago, and now he he's he's writing about it today. I mean, Rodriguez could have. I mean, that Mo Williams record. I don't think it's untouchable, Freddie. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I agree. One hundred. Only thing that uh, that that would cause a little pause for me is load management for Rodriguez uh, because Cavazos Smoke is certainly earned carries. So yeah, maybe McLean uh, too, yeah. but you know, McLean. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Cohen you said, know, I don't, you know,
1: we got it. We got to get our, my job is to get 25 him. times. Yeah. So yeah. If he um, can keep producing those explosive plays and mitigate the loss of yards. And also just to have a little play action pass to yep. open things up. I mean, Freddie, it's, it's an exciting time to dream big for, you know, Kentucky football fans.
0: It really is. Yesterday, or, or the other day, Nick, the, the Kroger Hometown Pickup Tour, uh, we posted stop two on the tour with Dane Key, the Douglas uh, Weaver's four-star wide receiver. Uh, I sat down, had, had a good conversation with Dane and try to really get his, pull his personality out. And, and he is just a, a likable cool young man. Uh, he has all the, the off-the-field uh, aspects that you're looking for. In today's college football, I think he, he he sets up really well for the name, image, and likeness because of his personality. Mm-hmm. I had a good conversation with him, uh, his dad, uh, Dante. That was fun going back and forth with my old teammate. And then uh, Zach interviewed Dane and got more of the recruiting stuff out uh, uh, out of him. So uh stop tour I thought was successful with Dane Key out of Douglas.
1: I, I, I love hearing... Uh, you and Ryan kind of busting chops with Dante, because, and you know, I've I've had quite a few conversations with Dante too, and like, <laughs> I I love that guy. <laughs> he's great. Yeah, and then, you know, oh, it, it's it's fun to get some some chops being busted, but uh, to and that's kind of you know that that personality he's got. Like, you you mentioned the word kind of football royalty, and we don't think about that yeah. like. It, it's, it is it's the truth. And you, you don't yeah. get that from any of the keys though. You know what I mean? Like, no, when no, you no. Of, uh, when you think of like those big football families, you know, you, you might get some stuffiness. I know the manings are goofy, but everybody's, you know, kind of buttoned up and they're like the button down just kind of average Joes who also happen to be some of the best football players this state seen.
0: Yeah. I mean, Dante key is the Archie Manning of Kentucky and, You know, and he is one of the nicest human beings that I've ever known. I can remember when he was on his recruiting visit from Franklin Simpson High School out of Western Kentucky. uh, All the way to today, Dante is just a a great guy. But think about it. Devin had over 300 tackles at WKU as a safety and is now a Kansas City Chief. Had a great – one of the best career – the best career defensive back – has ever had at WKU. And now Dane is a four-star and, and, you know, could pretty much say, I want to go here and be able to go there. Right, and right. Can, he he is a priority for UK in the 2022 class. Uh, so, you know, the key family. But but what Dante I, I got a, and, I got and Nicole do is they keep him humble, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about it. And when, when you're pals
1: with the Lemons, you know, you got to figure out it. My question for you, Freddie, I know Dane – like obviously he's still got to prove it, um, you know. There, yeah. He's got a lot, a lot of football left to be played. But I'm curious, yeah. what are some of the um, the top football families from the Commonwealth? I've got a couple. Yeah. I'm sure you can think of some more. But you know, you obviously have the Johnsons from yeah. Harrisburg. Uh, yes, assists, and uh, you can rattle them off much better than me. There, that was a little Dennis bit, and Derek. Yeah, uh, you have the Brahms in louisville the proms yeah um, that's right i'm trying to think of some others i feel like i feel
0: like the there, keys
1: yeah and i feel like there was a, a good one from western maybe i'm just thinking of hop town in general producing some 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 ball and football players um let me think. you know who's going to be pretty good too is your your, your boy pookie's son Pookie's
0: son yes uh, jacob Jacob already has a UK offer uh, at West Jessamine. Uh, he's a really good quarter, good athlete, good quarterback. Uh, also plays baseball. Uh, yeah, Pookie Jones' family. Yeah, so there, there are some. You know, it, it's kind of fun, and, and and you know, it it puts me in a weird position because I've known these guys for thirty years, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Pookie Dante you know, Andy Smith at, at, at Bull County, you know, the Smiths or the, or the kicking family. So, uh, you know, I've known these guys and (laughs) it's crazy. And, 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 you know, my thing with them is, is when I'm around them, I don't want them to see me as media. I want them to see me as me as friends. So, so, you know, if I'm not providing information on Dane key on, on Jacob Jones, you know, and all these guys, it's because I have a relationship and, and I'm not going to I'm not going to sacrifice my relationship with Dante or Pookie or any of those guys uh, for the purposes of recruiting stuff, right? I mean, that's just where oh, I have to draw the line. I draw the line there. Yeah. Well, it's
1: like so. it's one of those things that I try to think about it where, you know, my, a lot of my friends, they've got infants right now. And I can just imagine turning back the clock where you were talking to these guys 20, 30 years ago, you'd run into them at a tailgate or something like that. And their kids are running around playing football in the parking yeah. lot. And now all of a sudden they're they're gonna be running around playing on the field. You know, that's gotta be just
0: cool. <laughs> it, yeah, it is know. cool. It, it it is cool to see that and, and you know again with Dante man. Uh you know, he even talked about it. And if you've not seen the interview, we highly suggest you go you go look that up on the website. It is you know, he, he said his job is to keep Dane humble. And, uh, you know, we even talked about, you know, we, we did get into a little recruiting stuff. I Dante and I about this when he, you know, when Dane goes to Kentucky, but he goes to South Carolina, when he goes to Michigan, whatever, that's not reality. The, the visit <laughs> is not, re- that's not, that is not reality. I'm sorry. And, and, and Dane said he, you know, Dante said he talks to Dane about that. But like, listen, right. when, when you get there, it's different. You know, you're just you're just one of.
1: <laughs> it's like and, the kid who got a round of applause from the coaches when he pulled up to a golf cart. It's like I don't think they're going to be, you know, clapping no. fans every time you show up to campus once you actually get here. And that's no. what's kind of funny about the nil too, Freddie is. There's kind of this, like, you want to pump up the individuals, like, on social media and everything. But then, like, once that you get to practice, like, you know, you're just another guy,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I will say this about Dane, though, uh, with his personality and uh, uh, just everything about him. If he does end up at Kentucky, the name, image, and likeness, he, he will do well in Lexington. Uh, because he's he's going to produce on the field, and he's a hometown guy. And, you know, looking at this name, Im- image, and likeness, you know, w- I, what I'm not talking about Dane now. Let's just get that off, off the table. I'm talking about just a general player mm-hmm. across the Southeastern Conference. I think you're going to see the elite teams have less depth uh, because I think, say – a player is from hometown here, but normally would have gone to Alabama, right? And been the third, fourth, fifth, whatever position on the depth chart. Well, that guy now can stay home and make more money from name, image, and likeness than be a depth player at Alabama or Clemson, et cetera. So, I mean, there's so many things that this is going to affect. But I think next year, Nick, because of uh, name, image, and likeness, and do the transfer portal. The transactions after the 2021 season is going to are, are, is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is going to be crazy the amount of movement we see because of those two things going on at the same time. And this is going to be the first full year that we have name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal. Cool. So In- I think this next offseason is going to be uh going to be crazy. And here's the thing too, Freddie,
1: we talked about this a month ago, maybe even two, uh, you wrote about it, that Kentucky has the Kentucky football program and heck even the basketball program, nobody's really benefited more from the yeah. portal. Stoops has been ahead of the curve. He found there, there were some missing holes and he found the right pieces to plug in yeah. from talented programs. And the thing that, I mean, it gives me confidence that this was the okay, so this was the first full year of the transfer portal. This is what Kentucky did. Imagine adding that success with the nil stuff. It's it's kind of I, I feel like it is uh, you know, we're not seeing a bunch of guys announcing deals right now because we're a week or two into it, but give a give a year of this stuff where you find the right groove and I just, I think Kentucky is, it's kind of, it kind of goes back to what we said last year too, about how hand, teams handled the pandemic and how yeah. well you were able to, to keep COVID under control in your team was how well you're going to succeed. I, same thing with the, the portal and everything here, right? You know, Kentucky's in the right spot at the right time
0: with, with Mark Stoops leading the charge. Well, absolutely. I agree. And, and Kentucky has certainly won the transfer portal and, and, you know, with, with, with Wondell Robinson, Jock West Jones, Dara Rosenthal, I um, mean, you can even add, uh, you know, at receiver, Trayvon. Uh, gosh, you know, you wrote about Trayvon Morgan. Morgan, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then at quarterback, you, you know, you got two. You got Joey Gatewood before the transfer portal, and then Will Levis. So yeah, Kentucky has won the transfer portal in year one, and and I think it's it's one in a big way. For impact players, uh, Nick, we're almost home, man. I mean, the off-season gold rooms are almost over. Uh, you know, uh, have you got your fill still yet? No, I'm not. I'm oh, not. I need yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're here behind, Adam. Freddie.
1: I, Adam. I Adam was, of course, the first one to get it, but I got to make sure that I can find one around town before we head down to Hoover here. Here in the world, yeah. a little bit more than a week.
0: I do too. I, I got to find one too, but we're almost home, man, because I mean, we've all, we've all, uh, produced good content on the site, but still there's times that we're like, you know, we, (laughs) we have, we have dissected this team in every way imaginable and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the off season, you know, listen, uh, we're not, we're not working in a coal mine here, you know, let's just get that out. So uh, (laughs) don't feel sorry for us, but it's tough in, in the, uh, in the offseason to come up with content because we again we we have dissected this team and this schedule every which way that we can and now we're almost home because media days uh is july 19th through the 23rd. Oh man
1: I can't wait. Uh Freddie I hope that when you pack two you pack your fill still and uh some some shield by sword performance.
0: Yeah absolutely Nick we're we're so proud and happy to have sword performance Sponsor this podcast. Life is thirsty work, but water and traditional sports drinks just don't cut it. Created in Kentucky, Sort Performance offers SHIELD, a brand new innovation in the sports drink world. With cold fruit flavors, balanced electrolytes, and natural ingredients, SHIELD hydrates better and faster than water. It quenches thirst for anyone, anytime. Go ahead, be relentless. SHIELD always has you covered. Hydrate now with a bottle of SHIELD available at your local Kentucky convenience store. Learn more at drinksword.com. But, yes, I, I, know. I, am, I in all seriousness, I am bringing a case of shield for
1: Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because yeah. here's the thing. Like you said, we're not doing coal miners work. But when yeah. I get in that zone and I'm just hammering away, acting like that my keyboard said something bad about my mother, I'm typing so furiously, you get a little clenched up, you get tense. And I, I find myself, especially when we're at the crow. That I have to just chug water, and it doesn't—it doesn't do it for me. I'm dehydrated. Right. We—I'm glad you're bringing some shield down because I, I'm yeah, going to need it in that. Yeah, in I'm that bringing crisp, a case. Uh, in that Chris ballroom down at SEC Media Days,
0: Fre- yeah, Fre- I'm
1: Fre- I'm bringing a case with me. Good, good. I I mentioned the press box, Freddie. Single game tickets are now on sale. Yeah, Kentucky football games, and folks, if you don't have a spot at Kroger field for that Missouri game yet. Just do it now. Just yeah. do it now So get your butt in there. That's going to be a raucous, raucous atmosphere.
0: Yeah. And, and we're going to get that. That's my last topic to talk about Nick is because I think it's that big of a deal. But before that, well, I'm going to guess UK's four participants in media day. Oh, and you okay. give me your guess. All right. All right. All right. Hit me. I'm going, and again, I have no knowledge of this. I'm going Darren Kennard, Josh Ali, Josh Pascal, and Yusuf Corker. I think they only bring three though, Freddie. I thought it was four.
1: I think they only do three.
0: Three? Ooh. You
1: got to take one out.
0: I'm going Kennard,
1: Ali and Pascal. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It's different than mine. I I do have Kennard and I do have Pascal. where mine differs is I think that they'll bring Wanda Robinson, the Kentucky Ooh. kid is real well-spoken got a lot. I mean, the, the coaching staff can't say a nice enough, nice things about him. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I I do think that Kennard and Pascal though, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going Ali because he, came back for an additional yeah. year,
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: and 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 I think he is going to have a huge 2021. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who's right. Uh, Missouri game. You know, we talked about – you know, you you weren't able to join us, unfortunately, but on, like, when KSR Football Podcast took over the radio show, uh, Drew, who did a great job hosting, asked us about the game. And I think, like it said, LSU, Drew said LSU. I think Charles had, I can't remember who Charles had, Florida. And I had Mizzou. And and I 100% agree, not agree, 100% think that the Missouri game is the most important game on the schedule for several reasons, Nick. One, Kentucky played. Not very good in Columbia last year. Oh yeah, there were there were circumstances. That was the first game that John Slarman wasn't on the sideline, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that that had to have an impact. Definitely. Uh, so uh, I think I think there's there's a bit of payback there. Uh, and then my thing is the first four games of the season. Louisiana, Monroe, Kentucky's going to beat the snot out of them. Let's just go ahead and be honest here. Yep, yep. Same with, you know, and then got Chattanooga at South Carolina. We'll be favorites and all those. We'll be favorites uh, against Missouri. But 2018, Nick, that team got off to a 5 0 start, it was red hot, right? Right, right. If Kentucky can beat Missouri, I mean, there is a clear cut path to start the season at 4 0. What that does, that makes the Florida-LSU-Georgia stretch exciting. If, if you lose that Missouri game, the Florida-LSU-Georgia stretch turns into desperation because you got to get two of those three. Mm-hmm. But if you if you beat Missouri, you start off fast and go 4-0 like 2018, that makes that LSU-Florida-Georgia stretch meaningful. And then you look at the back half of that schedule. No, very winnable very manageable. After Georgia, you go to Mississippi State, Tennessee at home, at Vandy, New Mexico State, at Louisville. Manageable stretch to the back end. So, you know, five of the first six games of, on the schedule are at home, you got to win four of those at least, and I think it starts with Missouri. Yeah, and, Freddie,
1: to, your, to add to your point, football's a momentum game not only on the field but also just in that facility – losing losing hurts more in football than any other sport because you only get one yeah. week and it, i don't want to say it drags everything down but you can tell the difference in practices a week after a loss and a week after a win there's just it's just yeah. a different vibe around and when you start piecing those together everybody shows up to the facility with a little bit of extra pep in their stuff and yeah, I, once you get that ball rolling, you almost feel invincible. Like I'm sure you remember back in the day, you get on that high school football playoff run, and your stuff don't stink. You know, I mean, it, it, and I think when you, if you can piece together wins like that, and if you're five and zero and Ford is coming to town, every single person on that sideline is going to believe not only that they should win, but that they will win, and, and yeah. that makes such a difference. Um, Mm -hmm. It makes you it also makes the guys more comfortable. So when the opportunities arise, they're the the big plays kind of come second nature. So that momentum is so important. And it also plays in the momentum off the field on the recruiting trail, because, yeah, I mean, like, let's be frank, Freddie, Kentucky's success under Stoops, a lot of it's because they've been able to consistently beat South Carolina, Vanderbilt and Missouri yeah having those teams number it elevates you and puts you in that middle of the pack to where you can reach up and and and, you know an upset of Florida they still have an upset of Georgia but it put them in that that second level to where they can climb up another rung there that that's within reach and to be able to do that you've got to be that next team behind Florida and Georgia you got to keep having Missouri's number you do and
0: then you know, that this that game, the Missouri game, is 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 so important. Uh, as I'm watching Dare Rosenthal on TV right now, unless she's playing Ole Miss. And he's good. He's he good to the game of football. Jones. Yeah.
1: Um that, that play he had against uh, Florida, Freddie, where he took yeah. out two dudes, like one guy came in a quarterback blitz. That was crazy. So yeah. awesome. um the,
0: the Kentucky game is equally as vital to Missouri. Looking mm-hmm. at their schedule, okay? If Kentucky, if Missouri beats Kentucky, I think the Tigers could start could easily start the season at 6 and 0. Central Michigan at mm-hmm. home, at Kentucky. Again, the huge game on the schedule for both teams. Southeast Missouri State at Boston College, which could be tricky. Tennessee at home, North Texas at home, and then you get AM and for, for Missouri. So uh, I think a win for Kentucky means a 4-0 start, and, and here we go. A win for Missouri at Kentucky could mean a 6-0 start, and here we go. So both teams have that game circled. I was glad to hear Vince Merrill and Brad White both uh, – Talk about the Missouri game because a lot of times coaches don't do that, right? right. But they they want that game. You can tell that, that they want <laughs> they they want that game.
1: Yeah, and it, I mean I know that they're not going to have you know like a countdown clock or something in the locker room, but that's definitely a reflection of what the talk is. That yeah, Missouri. They know that that's a game that they shouldn't have let slip by last year. They know that everybody right. around there knows that they were the better football team. But they got bested. Uh, you know, there was other circumstances. But they know that they were the better team, and I'm just happy that they're they've
0: got their focused attention. That game
1: is not going to sneak up on them.
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. And and yeah, that that's a that's a huge huge game. So uh, if you don't have your tickets, get those because I, I think it I think it sets up to be a fun night at Kroger Field, man. And you
1: know, as too, Freddie, you look at those first two weekends. The first weekend, it's like, okay, you get your early tailgate in, you get your win, and then you watch all these other showcase games around the country. Week two, it, you know, teams take it easy after they they got a tough opener. So, like, I know they they're going to be on the SEC network, but there's not going to be too many better games out there. uh, for, nah. you know, uh a marketing branding. Uh, you need to watch this game than Kentucky Missouri. So that that's yeah. one that a lot of eyeballs are going to be hit.
0: Yeah, and I think I think we will see uh, Lee and Cohen's offense for the first time against Missouri. Uh, you know, I think we're going to see a very limited edition against uh, Louisiana Monroe, and then I think we're going to see the the full playbook against Missouri. So huge, huge game for the Wildcats. Nick, go ahead, and be relentless, man. Shield always has you covered. I'm gonna get a case. Bring it to Hoover with us. Hydrate now with a bottle of shield available at your local Kentucky convenience stores. Learn more at drinksword.com. So we'll have it with us. And uh, it's going to be a fun week in Hoover. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll have you covered with every angle possible the SEC media days. I'm I'm counting down the days, Freddie. Can't wait. All right, Nick. Nick. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. And uh, I hope you have a good week and look forward to your Kroger hometown pickup <laughs> tour, stop number three. Oh, man. Y'all
1: are ready for what? I. I it's one of those things that, like, years from now, I'm going to look back and say, I can't believe I did that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. So so we really encourage you to go back and, and, and watch the Jackson Smith edition as well as the Dane Key. And uh, next week is going to be a big one, Nick. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be a, a big one. <laughs> yeah. Well thank you for listening and, and 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 hope you have a great week, weekend, and uh, thank you again to Sword Performance, our, our partners, and we appreciate them. Thanks, Nick.